0: Hi, I'm Maggie Miller,
1: and this is Mick Miller,
0: and you're listening to Aldersgate On Air.
2: Welcome back, friends, to Aldersgate On Air. Thanks for joining us again today as I have something cool and fun to share with you for this awesome episode Today on air, we're going to talk to two members of a group that has come to be known, at least informally, as the Sunset Crew, a loosely-knit group of Aldersgate resident cocktailers who host informal get-togethers, usually at sunset, and usually over, well, cocktails. Sounds like an absolute blast. I'm actually kind of jealous I'm not there to toss a few back with you, but who knows, maybe someday we'll make that happen. Anyway... According to Wikipedia, the first definition of cocktail known to be an alcoholic beverage appeared on May 13, 1806 in The Balance and Columbian Repository, which was a newspaper based out of Hudson, New York. And in this edition of the paper, editor Harry Croswell answered the question, what is a cocktail? And his answer? Cocktail is a stimulating liquor composed of spirits of any kind, sugar, water and bitters it is vulgarly called bitter sling and is supposed to be an excellent electioneering potion well i don't know about you but that sounds a little on the shady side to me there are of course multiple versions of that story as well as multiple versions of the origin of the word cocktail itself now i'm not going to go down those rabbit holes today but feel free to do some research on your own and you might just get an awesome laugh out of it. I know I did. Either way, cocktails have long been a fast way to make new friends. And that's exactly what the Sunset Crew set out to do. And you know what? It's exactly what they continue to do. So today, we're gonna talk about just one of the ways that people at Aldersgate can make friends, enjoy a delicious beverage or two, and learn what these casual partiers love about their home here at Aldersgate. So kick back, pour yourself a delicious libation, and welcome to Aldersgate On Air, Mick and Maggie Miller. Well, hi, Mick. Hi, Maggie. Welcome to Aldersgate On Air. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you.
0: Thanks for having us.
2: Yeah, it's absolutely a pleasure to have you guys today. So I'd like to talk a little bit about you two before we move on to really what the show is about. So if you wouldn't mind, Maggie, why don't you tell us a little bit about you all? where you came from, where you were living before you moved to Aldersgate, and uh, you know what made you make the decision to move to Aldersgate?
0: We actually moved here from Pineville. We downsized about 10 years ago because this was our mission to find a place of a retirement community. And um, we did a lot of searching and decided that we wanted to come here because of the new expansion. More people our age would be would be coming here to live, and uh, everything that they offered, along with the healthcare. Healthcare was a, a big issue.
2: In the sense that you have healthcare now that's better than what you had in the past.
0: Well. I didn't need any healthcare in the past, but who knows what the future holds for us.
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mick, anything you want to add to that? Uh, Well, originally we're from Pennsylvania, so
1: we were actually relocated because of my work 20 some years ago to Charlotte area in Pineville, just south of Charlotte, just to orientate people where we're at.
2: Okay, and uh, so Mick, now that y'all are here, how do you like it? What keeps you there? What's your observations about life at Aldersgate?
1: Well, I think uh, it sort of falls in exactly what we thought it was going to be like. But the new expansion, their marketing plot was trying to attract the younger seniors as ourselves, more active. And we're finding out that it is uh, rather active. We, we're we trying to pro- promote anything we can for activities. So.
2: Yeah, you had mentioned that you were involved in some cool like biking and things like that. Uh, what all do you do to stay active?
1: Well, one of the drawing features here is that 230 acres that they have, which gives an opportunity to do a lot of walk. And they're doing a connectivity program or adding sidewalks everywhere for people to walk. We have the advantage that we got some bikes and we just do bike rides around it, so, especially during this um, area with the COVID, we can't go off campus that often, so it really helps with the bike riding to have 230 acres to ride around on. Yeah. yeah it does keep us a little healthier, you know.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, Maggie, what uh, what do you think about that? What are some of the activities that you like to do as well?
0: Well, the exercise classes they offer here are absolutely great. I mean, you don't have to be a young senior. We have older seniors in the class doing what they can do just to stay active.
2: Okay, awesome. Swimming, we we, we Mm. both swim laps. You both swim laps?
0: Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: I can't do that. (laughs) Um, That's great. So in addition to all of the cool activities and features and things that Aldersgate kind of provides to you on your own, it has become apparent to me that there are some other cool things that happen that are kind of driven by members of the community directly. And I'm specifically referring to what has been referred to as the sunset crew, but I am now learning may or may not be accurately named. So let's talk a little bit about your cocktail hour, and then we'll talk about the origin of the name or the not name and kind of what it's all about and how it came to be. So uh, Mick, why don't you give me a little bit of history? How did this uh, cocktail hour come into existence?
1: Well, actually, i got about back up to when they did the expansion and they built the new apartments. They put a nice common area up between the apartments, which has a, got a rose garden. It's got several features. It's got a water feature. It's got a gas fire, plate, fire pit. Areas for people to gather and, and talk to each other and socialize. So about after we moved in, they finally got the fire pit working. So we thought that was a good opportunity that we could go down there in the evening hour Put the fire pit, light it up. It's just gas. You just light it and sit around and, and wait for people to come by and socialize. And it's been going fairly well with it. We do it in a, uh, they have a fine dining venue uh, one day a week. And we normally come back from there, stop and sit by the fireplace for a half hour or so and talk to other people. So it's a good point of, for people to come together and, and just socialize.
2: Yeah. And how how long exactly has that been going for now? And it's kind of in its current format? I would say
1: since it got it working, probably about close to a year now. Oh, okay. So awesome. Almost a full season or year through with the different seasons. Right now, it's a little hot for the fireplace to, to be out there because it's in the 90s. So,
2: but. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 90 degree weather plus humidity plus a fire pit equals really freaking hot. (laughs) Right Now there's a group of ladies uh, that come over early five o'clock or so, but they haven't
1: been coming over because of the hot weather, but there's a, it's it's used different times with different groups of people.
2: Okay. So it's not necessarily just one group of people doing this. It's kind of a a free flow come when you want. And if people see you, then they just kind of join in and hang out.
1: Right, we don't. We try to stay away from having little clickies groups. We like to be able to let everybody come. Uh, that's welcome. Uh, you talked about cocktail hours. There's no bar there, or anything. So if you bring a, you have to bring a beverage of your choice. Uh, so not everybody are drinkers. So you know some show up with water.
2: So it's yeah, it's a mixed crowd. Cool. Yeah. And so it's only been going on for, you know, a a year or so. So it's relatively new. And Maggie, you were kind of bringing up that point that, you know, you were surprised that it kind of hadn't been going on too much before you got involved in doing this. Am I correct?
0: Yes, that's correct. It was one of the first things we said, this is a great place to sit and look, Oh, the sunset, we could watch the sunset from here. And uh, so that's just how it kind of got started that way, but we didn't want the whole the whole area here of the gateway is supposed to be for everyone to use it, not just the new people. And that's what we were trying to encourage the other folks to join in.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's great. And you you definitely made it a point to say that this isn't something that's a a club or there's like a secret society or a contract, or a, or a roster or blood oaths or anything like that. Anybody can kind of come in and come and go as they please without worrying about whether or not they're part of a group or a clique or anything like that.
0: Yes. And sometimes they'll call. Is anybody going to the fire pit? Well, I don't know. It's hit and miss. <laughs> Show up when you want to.
2: And how have things changed Since COVID, I I assume uh, that there's a little bit more restrictions in place. Do you find that it's altered the number of people going? Can you even go at this point if you switch to like a virtual kind of a a social hour? How is it working right now?
0: Well, as far as the fire pit, as long as the chairs are six feet apart and only 10 people, that's fine. Uh, Other areas are restricted. You know, as far as your distance outside the um, pub, but uh, it, it, uh, it's it's working.
2: Okay. And uh, and Mick, have you have you noticed that there's been any kind of a difference in the crowds or the frequency of people attending?
1: Actually, I think uh, it picked up uh, on a daily basis because we were restricted to campus and not allowed to go places. So it was a good opportunity for people to get out of their apartment and socialize a little bit in a place to do that. So it picked up here during the early spring when we were not allowed to go anywhere. So and it's, it worked uh, good for that. It's like it's a little slow now because it's so hot.
2: <laughs> sure. But it's more or less an everyday thing, right? It's not like Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Yeah. It's just kind of like whenever you want, you see people hanging out there and they just join you in there.
1: You know, we just we've done it where we just go down, turn the gas on, and sit there and watch the fire, and then somebody comes and sits with us, and that's how it builds up. We, we don't really plan it, and it's not always the same. It's always towards sunset, but it's not really a given time.
2: Sure. And I think that that's probably where the origin of the name came from. Um, and as we found out, people didn't even know that there was a name, but the sunset crew does kind of have a, have a cool ring to it. Just watching the fire by the sunset, having a, your drink of choice, whether or not it's a, a nice alcoholic libation or a delicious glass of tap water, um, whatever your choice is, it just seems like it's really meant to be focusing on the the social aspect of hanging out with, with cool people. Correct. Awesome. Well, myself being a chef and a mixologist, uh, I personally am a big fan of an ice cocktail. So Mick, what's on the usual roster? Are there certain drinks that you see people drinking all the time? Do certain people always have the same stuff? Uh, How is this working?
1: You're probably right about everybody sort of brings, but to bring their own and you can see the Certain people have wine most of the time and some of them will have a beer and there's some that bring martinis, uh, old fashions and different types of cocktails that uh, they're favored. Uh, so it, it's a mix. It depends on the couple that's, that's coming, what they're doing. It's So um, because of the COVID, we haven't been sharing our bottles of wine. We just bring them down and Keep them to ourselves, but it's a mix of it. There's unfortunately the bar doesn't serve out there, and it's not open. So if you have to make cocktails, you have to bring. You have to make, sort of make it yourself and bring it.
2: Sure. And uh, Maggie, what what are some of the drinks that you two like to enjoy out there at the fire pit?
0: Well, if I'm not drinking wine, I I do like vodka tonics in the summertime. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Refreshing.
2: Yeah. How about you, Mick? What's your drink of choice? Uh, scotch. Oh, I'm a Scotch guy. What do you drink?
1: I, my uh, everyday Scotch is J&B because okay. it, I've gotten where I liked it, and uh, that's my normal everyday. There's other ones that I lean towards, but that one's my everyday one. I like Buchanan's as a, a one that people don't really think much of, and I drink a lot of that.
2: <laughs> nice yeah i i like i like a lot of the single malts but sometimes i like the good blends especially you know if i don't want to spend a ridiculous amount of money on a on a bottle because that stuff can can run up there pretty high these days uh, that's that's for sure so have you all ever made yourselves like a super crazy drink that you just decided this is this is just so off the wall um it's like a bad drink something didn't work out well
1: well we we've got a story where we didn't make it uh our, our Nephew, I guess is what he want to call him. Uh, he wanted a, a Captain Morgan rum and coke. Right. And uh, the bartender made a mistake and gave him rum and root beer. And <laughs> he said, it's good. And we've been trying it and it is good. So there's one that was like a mistake, but they drink more rum and root beer than they do rum and coke now.
2: Yeah. That's funny. Sometimes accidents actually make really good drinks. I was curious if people that were making their cocktails, if you know whether or not it's for yourselves or for others, if people are like hunting online for drink recipes, or is this just something where people are sticking with what they know? Or are people experimenting and bringing crazy stuff to the table?
0: I think they're just sticking to what they like. I don't think they're searching for anything online or anything different. They're really just their favorite drinks.
1: Yeah. You know, when they go to the bar, they do wander off. I've we've couples that like to try different martinis, and they challenge the bartender about making a good martini. <laughs> so they uh, they do challenge bartenders with them.
2: Yeah, I have been a bartender many times in my life, and I can say wholeheartedly that I always enjoy the challenge of people coming up and saying, "Just whip me up something crazy." Um, Just try not to knock me out, and that's always fun. And sometimes people love them, and sometimes people say, yeah, I don't know about that, but there's something to be said for just a nice, simple glass of wine or a nice, uh, neat scotch or maybe a a bourbon with an ice cube in it, something like that. How long are the hangout sessions at the fire pit? Is this something that goes on for hours at a time, or is it like a quick, I'm here for a half an hour, and then I bounce?
1: Well, I think probably... The average is, say, 45 minutes to an hour, but we have been known to be there later, uh, you know, the 10 o'clock wishing hour or whatever. But most (laughs) of the time, they're about an hour long.
2: Oh, okay. So, Maggie, riddle me this, Batman. I think I've heard a rumor. I know it's not a rumor. I know it's true. There is a fantastic thing at Aldersgate called Margarita Monday.
0: Yes. (laughs)
2: How does Margarita Monday play into your fantastic group? Is this something you guys take part in? Is this something that's kind of part of the festivities on a regular basis now?
0: Actually, the Margarita Monday is when they come down the hall with little glasses and, and they pass it out to everybody. Right. So with that being said, we drink it then because we don't, it's not enough to go down and take it down to the fire pit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's instant gratification is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just trying, <laughs> trying to keep us happy.
2: Yeah. I think it would be cool sometime. Uh, Hey Brooks, if you're listening, I'm just saying maybe a special delivery down to the fire pit sometime. If that's uh if that's a legal thing, it might be kind of cool.
1: That if really- anybody can make it happen, Brooks can make it happen. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, that's amazing. So uh, do you all sit around and, and, you know, tell stories or things like that? What do you guys talk about while you're hanging out?
0: We try to talk about maybe something we did during the day or a, a, a funny story. One guy comes and he he knows a lot of jokes, keeps us in stitches. We try to keep it away from complaining about anything. You know, it's supposed to be a happy social time. So it's whatever anybody wants to talk about.
2: So you're staying away from the deep worldly side of things and trying to keep it light and entertaining and uh, kind of a, a more of a welcoming atmosphere for sure. Exactly. Yeah. When uh, when y'all go out, let's just say that, you know, pre-COVID or even post-COVID, I mean, are there are there other spots in? In town, in the local areas that you guys like to go and have drinks or have dinner at, what's kind of your your hot spots in the area?
0: Well, one place is right down the street, and that's Lang Ban. Lang Van it's called, and uh, it's um, very popular. Asian. Asian food, and uh, we don't. I don't know. I don't have a favorite restaurant. I guess other than that.
2: Yeah. Well, you got a pretty awesome facility right where you're at. These guys put together a, a pretty epic show for you. But how about you, Mick? You got other places besides Lang Van you like to go?
1: Well, where we used to live over in the south side of town, there was several restaurants that we would go to, uh, trios and a couple of places that were just locally owned type restaurants. They yeah. weren't, um, you know, chains or more of a, we liked more of the local owner type restaurants.
2: Yeah. And uh so what is it about those local places you like? Is there s- certain kinds of food that they have there, certain kinds of drinks they have there? Is it the atmosphere that kind of draws you in?
1: I would say the atmosphere and the food is really good. We you know obviously wouldn't go there to eat if the food wasn't good, but the <laughs> atmosphere is good. Both of these the place that trios were talking about has a nice a nice bar lounge area. They serve great cocktails and uh, they're known for their good ap- or nice atmosphere. everybody enjoys themselves there
2: okay cool so at the end of the day the cocktail hour is over the stories are done do you look forward to doing this the next day or is it you're like ah yeah i kind of want to wait a week or so how often are you guys going out there and and hanging out at the fire pit i think it
0: depends on the weather uh when it's real hot like i said we haven't been but yeah we look forward to it Uh, we usually walk in the evening so we come back around there and sit down and just wait and see if anybody shows up.
2: Yeah, and what would you say to people out there who maybe are wanting to know what you're all about, but are kind of a, afraid to approach the groups of people? How would you how would you reassure them that it's cool for anybody to come and hang out?
1: Well, we've we've seen people walk by and we just wave them over and say, Come on, sit down, talk to us. You know, uh, invite them in. You yeah, know, that's that's the big part of it is just let everybody know it's not a certain. People and we've got that. We've gotten quite a few people that just come by and, and next thing you know, they're sitting there for a half hour and don't realize it. <laughs> Some are walking their dogs and their dogs are sitting there. So
2: Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's really cool when when people kind of uh, can get rid of their inhibitions and just say, eh, This is something new. I wanna I wanna check this out. What would you say, Maggie?
0: I would say about the same thing Mick did, and we are dog friendly people, so we love it when they come by and <laughs> bring their
2: dogs. Do you have like a stash of dog treats hanging out there somewhere?
0: No, we don't because you don't know what, what the owners want their dogs to have. So we don't, we don't do
2: Oh um, yeah. Fair enough. Don't want to, don't want to spoil somebody else's dog and give them the wrong stuff. Right? Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been absolutely fantastic talking with y'all. I've had a blast. I think I've learned a lot about what you do. And so to the Aldersgate uh, administration and the crew and the staff, what would you like to say to them before we let you get back on with your day?
0: I'd like to say thank you for everything that they would do for us before before the COVID nineteen and very and now it's just uh, it's amazing. We're very happy to be here. We feel safe.
2: Awesome. And Mick, how about
1: you? I sort of have to mirror what Maggie says. Uh, they're they're great people. We noticed that when we came here and was looking. Everybody felt very comfortable to talk to. They all had smiles in their faces. And as we got to know everybody, we 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 picked the right place. These people are very enjoyable to work uh, work around and be around.
2: So um, we thank them for everything they do every day. Oh, that's amazing! And to all the other people out there in Aldersgate Land who may or may not be thinking about joining you at the fire pit, what do you want to say to them? Come on down. <laughs> Come on down. Awesome. Uh, Maggie, Mick, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been an absolute blast talking to you. And uh, I hope that you get to go out tonight, have a nice cocktail, have a nice dinner, and enjoy some amazing company. All right, Mike. Appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. Thank you.
2: Well, I don't know about you, but all this talk of cocktails and fire piss has got me a little thirsty. I'm thinking I might go with Mick on this one and relax with a nice Highland single malt. Either that or a delicious old-fashioned with some local rye. Of course, whatever your choice, please, drink responsibly and stay safe. I'd like to thank Maggie and Nick for being guests on the show today, and I'd like to thank Brooks for unknowingly being volunteered for extra margarita duty. Sorry about that, Brooks. And I'd, of course, like to thank all of you out there for listening. It's truly an honor for me to be able to bring you this show. Don't forget, please submit your questions, comments, and ideas to onair at aldersgateccrc.com, and we'll make sure we continue to provide you the best content we possibly can. And if you want more information about the Sunset Crew, make sure to check with Maggie and Mick and you'll be relaxing by the fire before you know it. So until next time, raise your glass, stay safe and come see us again at Aldersgate On Air.